Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota on Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington. Home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. You're listening to Chicken Ann on Finance. Willing the girl Monday, Monday, Monday. Welcome, everybody, to the Monday morning edition of Chuck and Ann on Finance, brought to you by IIE Financial. IIE Financial, willing the good of another. Visit us online, iiefinancial.com, or call the offices today, 832-953-4998. That's 832-953-4998. I am your host, Chuck Fulkerson, going at it solo this whole week. I got a whole... uh, a whole week home alone as uh, Annie and the boys are still traveling and on vacation. I I, uh, I came home to take care of a couple of things, and I'm going to be here for the next week all by myself. Before then, I leave again uh, next week. It's a, it's a big three-week road trip, if you will. But I get a little, I get a little hiatus in the middle of it. So uh, you've got, uh, you've got me all alone. It was funny because this week we spent. Uh, we spent camping in the woods. We went to uh, we went to Mammoth Caves in Kentucky and camped in the woods in Mammoth Caves. And I got to tell you, if you've never been there, you've got to go. It it is truly awe inspiring to see something that large <laughs> underground. I mean, I walked in the door, and it was one of those things where it was just like, I mean, it was amazing. It was it was almost like I walked into a uh, you know, a basketball arena where the Rockets play or, or, or a hockey rink where the Penguins play. I mean, it was just gigantic and it's, and it's underground. It's hard to believe that something that large can be underground. But anyway, we, uh, we went camping at Mammoth Cave and, uh, and then went to, uh, went to visit my family in Pennsylvania and my kids and wife are still there. Uh, I am back home. So my, hopefully my sound's a bit better than it was on our little traveling mic for the last, uh, for the last, uh, for the last week. But we, while we were there, we actually took our our kids whitewater rafting for the first time, which I don't know if anybody's ever done that. But, but it's it's first of all, it's fun to go whitewater rafting. It's even more fun to go with a three year old in the boat. So, um, but anyway, that's uh, that's that's enough of what I did for this week. We you you care more probably about what the market did last week and and really what might it do next week. Well, last week, you know, I I like to call it one of those. One of those weeks where it was full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Um, and last week we had a huge run up in the market um, without really uh, a whole lot of movement because the run up came after uh, after a move down. But we we really came back up after uh, after dropping earlier in the week now this the the drop that we had earlier in the week wasn't so much that it would scare people out of the market uh as much as that it was uh, it was good to see 
that there, we ended on a high. So we ended the week last week on a high. Uh, for those of you that are chart readers, we put in a long lower tail. And what a long lower tail means is that price was down and then it went back up and we closed about where we opened the week. So as far as the week goes, we didn't have a huge up week. Uh, you know, we, we started the week in the S&P at 27.29 and then we ended the week at 27.34. So it looked like only a five-point week with very little movement. And, uh, you know, you would, you would normally, if you, just, if you just look at the movement and say, oh, well, we only moved five points for the whole week. That was a pretty slow week. There wasn't a whole lot happening. Well, I would disagree because throughout the week, we got as low as 26.75. So we had a, f a fair amount of movement throughout the week. We got as low as 26.75 before then coming back up. And when you come back up, I look at it like footprints in the snow, right? So when you think about the way that the market works, to know where it's been, you can you can look at the footprints of price. And you know, when I when I used to live in Pennsylvania and it snowed, we don't have to worry about that in Houston, but when I used to live in Pennsylvania and it snowed, how would I know if if I had just come home from work uh, and I uh, how would I know if my wife had been outside to check the mail? Well, very easily. I could I didn't have to see her check the mail. I don't even have to see the mail. But if I look outside my window and I see footprints in the snow on the way to the mailbox, I know that that's where she has been. Right. She has walked to the mailbox and has come back to where she started. But I know that the footprints are there because it's it's a reminder of where she has been price in the market reacts much the same way. When I understand how to read uh, charts, and one of the things that I do is I spend a lot of time reading stock charts, I, I have the, the, the luxury of knowing where price has been by seeing its footprints in the snow. And the footprints in the snow uh, tell me that the market was down last week and then ended the week higher. So not only did we end the week higher, but we ended the week on the high. We closed at the high of the week. That's the first time that we've closed at the high of the week since before the drop at the end of January, beginning of February. Let me restate that. That's the first time we've closed at the high of the week since the end of January, beginning of February. Now, just to give you a little bit of context, before that, we closed at the high of the week for uh, seven of the last nine weeks before the big drop at the beginning of February. So closing at the high is considered a very bullish sign. There's a lot of there's a lot of buying momentum in there. Now, we are still not in a weekly upward trend. For those of you that look at the charts on a pretty regular basis, um, a weekly upward trend would entail that we've got to get up above about 2,800 in the S&P 500. We've done it in the NASDAQ. We have not done it in the S&P. And so uh, we're still kind of in a sideways trend, and which which tells people that now's a good time to, to really focus on maybe some of your dividend paying p uh, positions, maybe some of your preferred stock ET uh, preferred stocks, uh, you know, your, your bonds that are going to pay a decent yield. I would be a little weary of high yield bonds coming down soon. Um, but I, uh, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be too afraid of 
preferred stock and I wouldn't be too afraid of, of dividend yield from individual companies. Now, the thing that is interesting, though, is, you know, we've and we've marched higher for the past um, eight weeks or so. We've 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 marched higher. We've just marched higher, um, slightly slower than we fell for those two weeks in early February. Um, those two weeks in early February have, have basically made our entire year's worth of movement because they they uh, they were such a it was such a steep drop it erased all of the January gains and we've still not got back to where we fell down from we're still about 150 points in the S and P almost 1500 points in the Dow Jones away from where we fell and they've basically made our year so there's got to be other uh, other things to look at but I think as an investor you know it's it's hard to tune out the day to day noise. And what do I mean when I say the day-to-day noise? What I really mean is the news headlines that are in the market that really have nothing to do with the market, okay? That's the thing to consider. And there are so many news headlines today that have basically nothing to do with the market, yet they're in, yet they're still uh, enough news for the market to move on them. And a large part of it, well, I mean, I guess they do have things to do with market, but they're not directly market related. Uh, you know, for example, there was an article published on Market Watch that is, says Trump's tariffs are, quote, frankly insulting, says Canada's prime minister, Justin Trudeau. Um, this is this is a, you know, a big issue is what are we going to do with the with the tariffs and every time president trump decides okay it's time to put in a new tariff the market reacts right we're gonna we're gonna tax china we're gonna tax europe we're gonna tax canada we're gonna tax mexico we're gonna have tariffs on all their things coming in um you know and um justin trudeau says open quote the idea that the canadian steel that's in military vehicles in the united states the canadian aluminum that makes your fighter jets is somehow now a threat Trudeau continues, our soldiers who fought and died together in the beaches of World War II and the mountains of Afghanistan have stood shoulder to shoulder for some difficult places in the world. They're always there for each other somehow. This is insulting to them. Close quote. Um, that's that's the based on the tariffs. I, I got to tell you, that's I mean, you're really stretching at that point, right? You're you're in my mind, you're really stretching to go from uh, taxation and tariffs to people that uh to, to to people that fought in world war ii i think that's i think that's more than a little bit of a stretch on trudeau's part uh and and in my mind it reeks of desperation right it, it does it's it, it reeks of it reeks of hey don't do this because we don't want to we don't want to have these tariffs come about us it, it doesn't seem like it's much of an issue but now my point is i'm not political in any way my point my point is is that the market is moving on things like this when this really has very little to do with the market and as an investor what happens is it's easy to get our brains rattled right to have your to have your frames bride with with all the stuff that's going on in the news and forget about the simple fact that the markets are up for the last seven or eight weeks there's there's been intra week movement meaning that the markets have gone up and down up and down throughout the week and we've had some big days that have scared people but as an investor they've really not meant anything they've really just they've really just moved around and so you know the way that i like to think about it is uh to to an investor who's got a longer term plan 
things like this don't really matter, right? The ups and downs throughout the week aren't going to affect you. If you don't have a great plan and maybe you've got fear in the back of your mind, then things like this just accentuate the fear that you might have. And I've spoken to a lot of investors that are afraid that the big one is coming, right? It's like, we're, we're going to drop. We've gone up too high and we're going to drop 50%. And I believe that we will at some point. But the question is, where's your plan? Where's your line in the sand so that you don't have to get emotionally attached to every news headline that comes out? So keep that in mind as we take a look uh, at, uh, at what new news is going to come out for today, because I'm sure it's going to be something that doesn't really matter all that much. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We want to help others, especially in places of strife, such as the Holy Land, where Christianity is dwindling by the day. But how to help? Here's an easy way. Buying products through the Holy Land gift shop. Every product you purchase at myfranciscan.org shop helps Christians support their families and stay in the Holy Land. Olive wood, embroidery, spices, and many more authentic products from the Holy Land are available right now at myfranciscan.org shop. The Holy Land Gift Shop, bringing the Holy Land home. Thank you for listening to Breadbox Media. Find more about us at breadboxmedia.com.